Doesn't that gospel just make you angry? <laughs> um, it's a tough gospel. I think we all sort of bristle at it and want to yell out it's not fair with the, uh, the workers who were there since 9 a.m. received the same pay, right, as uh, the ones who started working at 5. But I, but I think the, uh, the central message that Jesus, I think, is teaching us in this parable is that everything is a gift. Everything's grace. Everything's freely given. And therefore, we have no claim on it. We, we can't claim ownership of something that we didn't deserve. Right? This is the great area where we agree with our other Christian brothers and sisters of grace alone. That we, we, we have no shot unless God first initiates God has to send the invitation first. Everything is a free gift of God. And so we can't claim ownership. We can't be stingy. We can't apply our stinginess to God. Say, God, I only want you to be generous this much. We can't compare where we're at compared to others and say, I wish I got what they got. The parable is meant to really challenge our thinking with regard to the kingdom of God and the vineyard of the Lord, that everything is gift. Sometimes I think if we take it out of its sort of economic transactional uh, nature, we can maybe get at the sense a little better. So I wanted to tell you a story. My family, uh, some of you know that I have... um, adopted twin brothers that are 22, and there's a a 10 to 15 year gap between the three of us biological children and uh, the twins. And about two years ago, my mom and dad called us all together and they said, um, we're doing some stuff for our will. We're just getting some things together. And we'd like to have a family meeting uh, to discuss. So we all get together. And of course, they lay out their will, and they, they say, uh, and they say, you know, everything's going to be divided up evenly, right, amongst the five siblings. Now, I want you to imagine. Okay, this is a hypothetical. This didn't actually happen, right? But I want you to imagine that one of us three biological siblings objected. And we said, Mom and Dad, that's not fair. Okay, first of all, they came kind of late to the game. All right? They arrived on the scene way too late. Okay, we were here toiling for 10 to 15 years before they arrived. (laughs) And when we adopted them, our whole lives had to change and everything. But even more than that, we're your biological children. They're not. We should get a greater percentage of the will than them. We're more family than they are. Okay, again, this did not happen. And I would never do this. It would, ha- it would have had to be my sister Amanda or my brother Joe. <laughs> Boy, something like this. Who are 
probably screaming at, screaming at me on the live stream right now. <laughs> but you, right, you would be like, what in the world are you talking about? Right? I think that's how the landowner is thinking, like, what are you talking about? Like, my parents, like, that wouldn't have made any sense to them. They would have probably had some choice words for whoever suggested that. And then you could imagine, after they got done with their choice words, that they might echo the same line as the landowner in the gospel. Are you envious because I'm generous? Are you envious because I include them in the family in the, in the same way as you? Are you envious because I share equally amongst you? Are you envious because I am generous? I think that's how we should see this gospel. When we compare ourselves, right? When we jockey for position, right? God looks at us like my parents would have to one of us siblings. Like, what are you talking about? This is all gift. I can bestow my generosity however I want to bestow it. I think we have to be careful not to extrapolate this parable too much into other arenas of human life. It's probably not a great formula for uh, building an economy, right? It's probably not a great formula for a philosophy of education, right? At least solely as a philosophy of education, like no matter how hard you work, you get the same grade. I remember this is why I hated group projects, right? Like the like the type A type A people like hate group projects because they hate the person that didn't do anything, getting the same grade as the person that did all the work. So I think we have to be careful not to extrapolate it out. It doesn't, and it's not meant to suggest, of course, in other areas of human life that hard work, right, is not important. Right, that our labors aren't important, that, that none of that matters, right? I think it's primarily that spiritual lesson. That spiritual lesson that everything is a, a pure gift from God that we don't deserve. And actually, I think if we start living from that mentality, it actually informs and shapes how we are in other areas of human life. Right? We stop being... Um, so envious of others' successes and instead start to relish in them, right? The person that lives from this mentality, when a coworker um, gets a promotion that maybe you wanted, the person who's really had this mentality seep into the depths of their heart, their reaction is, congratulations, that's awesome. I am so happy for you person that lives from this spiritual sense, like as a student, when someone gets right picked for some scholarship that you thought maybe you deserve, or gets some leadership position in an organization that you thought maybe you deserve, the person that lives from this spiritual truth says, congratulations, I am so happy for you. God's going to do incredible things through you in that position. We can turn envy into gratitude. 
for what God is doing. We can turn our difficulties and the areas where we think life is unfair into something to be all the things that we should be grateful for. It's not to say don't work hard. It's not to say don't seek promotions. It's not to say any of those things, but it changes how we see and whether we're constantly comparing ourselves to the gifts of others or if we're living from a spirit of gratitude to God and to others for the contributions and the impact that they have made to us that make all of that possible in the first place. So friends, let's try to live that spiritual truth that everything is gift, even our very lives, this, the gift of salvation. Everything is a gift for which we don't deserve. Let God decide how He bestows His blessings and His generosity and His grace. Let's cooperate with that, but let's live from that kind of spiritual truth. And so for all the areas of our life where, where we're resentful, where, where we're envious, where we're, we're stuck in thinking everything's unfair and we can't get out of it, let's sort of let that question of the landowner reverberate and echo in our hearts this weekend. Are you envious because I am generous? Let's relish in God's generosity and then extend that to those that we meet.